0: Welcome to Machine Learning. So, there is a book called Mania, Panics, and Crashes. It's a book on financial behavior. Most, if not all, panics or crashes occur when speculation is in excess. Speculative excesses are often referred to as mania or revulsions from their excesses take the form of a crisis, called a crash or a panic, which are historically common. The excess speculation builds as investors seize new opportunities for profits and or overdone. Now, we saw that with hedge funds, where one group of funds were either loaning money between hedge funds, were loaning money between hedge funds, or banks were loaning money to hedge funds, and then, um the stocks that were in their portfolios were trading or buy- being bought at thirty times their uh, revenue value uh in other words, their cash flow value they were or sales thirty times sales their price was thirty times sales, and that why were they doing that well because when a large institution like a hedge fund or private equity or venture capital begin to buy it drives up the stock so that's one of the power laws that i've discovered is watch what hedge funds are buying because when they start to buy you buy into the same stocks that they are because of the volume that they're buying at and because of the large investors it creates a mega trend and that mega trend then uh represents a profit so they actually create an ecosystem for that stock and that was done i saw that with uh, apple uh oracle microsoft large institution buyers were purchasing shares um that may have been representative in mutual funds it may have been a portion of it may be represented in uh in their own portfolio collections. Hyman Minsky describes these new opportunities as the result of displacement. Displacement are events leading up to a crisis such as outbreak or end of war. In our case, it's rising inflation. It's it's the, That's what's leading up to this crisis. Bumper harvest or crop failure, widespread adoption of an invention or some political event. One thing I dislike about Uh, economic disruption is that it often leads to war. Political forces start to enact, and there's conflict in the world, and that leads to increased military expenditures and war. It's, um, It's a vicious cycle. Displacement brings opportunities for profit and increases demand, causing prices to rise banks artificially supply increased supply without proportionally increases in demand by expanding the money supply um, that demand would have generated. And that's what we've noticed in t- 2019. The money supply increased. M1 in- increased significantly. That's led to a increase in the stock market prices uh, and also accelerated inflation. And there's some sort of weird uh, economic model that says that money supply is acceptable, money supply increase is acceptable as long as there's growth. So the acceleration occurs in growth at the time that uh, money supply is accelerating, and that's okay uh, from this economic model. But in reality, what it does is it devaluates our currency. Uh feedback feels euphoria for price increase the euphoria turns investment from really valuable products to delusionary ones yeah how many booming cycles have we seen for example snap.com it was really uh accelerating and and uh the question was well what was why was there so much investment in snap.com when the fundamentals were were weak and uh um, it was just momentum buying uh, that there was just a euphoria and so people were throwing their money at it hoping to to uh profit take um what about neo neo had 20x it was a 20x company in one year why was there so much money being thrown at it when there isn't replaceable batteries in america yet so if it was uh, growing in China, or if it was Neil was growing in Europe, um, that trend was not noticeable, and so it, it was just uh, euphoria buying. Boom is fed by expansion caused by banking credit. Credit increases the money supply and disables destabilizes investment. That's what you call over uh, speculation. Once the excessive character of the upswing is realized, the financial system experiences a distress and then rushes to reverse expansion uh, resembling panic real or financial assets convert to money premature repayment of debt and prices crash in commodities Minsky explains that selling at the top falters because there is not enough money to sell out at the top Uh, what he means by that is there's not enough buyers To buy all the assets that you're trying to sell and so you have too many buyers chasing too few sellers revulsion of the commodity halts banks from lending on the commodity as collateral this is called discredit discredit well yeah because now you have uh, some sort of mark to market where you have to reassess your assets that you're using as collateral and if in a panic, if they're dropping, then you have to come up with more collateral. And that's exactly what the hedge funds have had to do, is come up with more collateral. So in the process, they had to sell off good assets, probably uh, assets like Oracle, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, maybe even Apple, because Apple is heavily funded uh, in its stock investment by hedge funds. And so as these hedge funds are selling off to, to build more collateral, They're either going to loan uh, between the hedge funds or they're going to seek uh, more money from the banks and the banks are going to reassess um, for more additional collateral for additional loans. People may stop trying to get out the door if price falls and the commodity looks like a bargain. So when things look like a bargain, it's a good time for buying. And it's kind of like when things go on sale, we go it looks cheaper, so we go uh, take our money and we buy something of value at a at a discount. Trade is cut and prices decline, stopping hem- hemorrhaging, or a lender convinced the money market uh, market money will be coming available. The world markets operate as if men are rational over a long run. Irrationality may exist as economic actors choose the wrong economic model. Failure to account for a particular piece of information or failure despite a rational expectation as lags between stimulus and reaction fail to meet expectation. I'm sure that if you look at uh, the political side, I know I talked to my friend uh, friend about the Republicans coming into power again and uh, getting control of the, the Senate and the House and trying to stop some of the hemorrhaging that's occurred in econ in the economy due to democratic uh, social expansion and also monetary economic monetary policy so but when the the thing that's interesting in 2019 under Trump we saw the large monetary expansion so it seems that he couldn't stop that. Uh, And Congress would would have been the one to authorize the Fed to increase the money supply, so Congress was the one to blame for our huge money supply increase, which fed this uh, heat-up economy and now is justifying as the Fed is raising interest rates to slow down this hot economy due to the increase in money supply. So it is a strange act that is going on and it seems to be a history is repeating itself with the Fed. So the Fed being a private bank uh, is authorized by the Treasury to increase money supply. Composite fallacy confuses the truth as investors believe that the whole is more than the sum of its parts. So they just get this big idea that the whole is more than the sum of its parts. They're not looking at the micro mechanisms that are going on in the financial world, and they're just kind of, uh, uh, what would you say, a deer caught in the headlight. There's just this mysterious uh, greater hole that they're caught into. Speculation leads to a disaster and must be borne by the central banks, and that's what happened in 2019. The central banks, as a lender of last resort, increased the money supply.